0: In the third of Cortez current series about real youth, Mark Vonish and Erica Korn talk about the Youth and Seniors program.
1: Our Youth and Senior film programs, our Youth and Elder film programs, are probably about 30-40% of the work that we do. It's one of the most powerful projects that we've done. We've done two
0: of these on Cortez. We'll play the audio from interviews with Trude Albright-Sweeney, Diane Hansen, and Ed Bigot, made in 2015 as part of the rich history of Cortez Island and its residents.
2: Why are you so amazing?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is a silly question. I am not amazing. (laughs) Yes, my name is Truda Mini. Next week, I'll be 82. I moved to Cortes Island in 1987, but I was visiting every summer since, I think, 1976. When I moved here, it was like moving with friends, in with friends, it was very nice. I started working in the restaurants because I wanted to earn money to move to Cortez. And I've never worked before actually, and I said, well, What can I do? I know how to make cakes. So I applied and coming from Vienna, I got a job immediately. Obviously people think if you're from Vienna, you know how to bake, which is not quite true, but I happen to know. What I actually am is a carver. That's one reason I like to make cakes. All you do is cut away what isn't supposed to be there and that's how you do it. Most of the time while I had my cafe over there, I was singing in the kitchen. (laughs) I don't know how people liked it, but I don't care. It was my kitchen. You don't like it, you can always go away. Later on when I was about 35 I took belly and I loved it. Yeah. It's an amazing exercise. It's very hard. Not so much the exercise, but to be graceful. It took me almost a year to learn how to, you know. X move gracefully. You look in the mirror while you do your jumping across and oh my God, I look like a clod. And it did take me almost a year before I finally got it down, you know. Music, especially if it's lively or like ballet, smooth, makes me want to move. I want to do something. I can't sit still. People say I want to be 17 again. I want to be young again. No. I have all my life been exactly happy with the age I am. I'm perfectly happy being 82. No problem with it. Being unhappy takes all your strength. It takes everything. It does not take that much to be happy. When you go through a hard time, after you're through it, you realize you have to go through it to learn something. When my brother died, it was devastating to me because I really loved him. But the thing that came out of it, I moved to Cortez. And it changed my life completely. Yeah. Guten Abend, guten Nacht. Mit nicht mit acht, mit Ruslein dich. Schlupf unter die Morgen früh, wenn Gott will, wirst du wieder geweckt. Morgen früh, wenn Gott will, wirst du wieder geweckt. That's Brahms' lullaby, one of the most famous ones. When I was
1: in grade three, I was in an enrichment program, a teacher brought us all to, air quotes here, old folks home. I got matched up with a 93-year-old woman named Blanche Tremblay. We had to interview them and write a report. That was sort of the project. With the support of my mom, I ended up visiting Blanche for the next 10 years until she was 103. My grandparents lived in England, so I didn't have that kind of connection. She sort of filled that gap for me. As I was thinking about new innovations for real youth, I thought about that experience and started a new program that brought different generations together. used the filmmaking process as a way for them to develop relationships with each other, learn documentary filmmaking, and produce a film that their families and their, their community loves.
4: Whatever your interest is, go for it don't be shy, you know, dress the way you want, have your own style, and just do your own thing. My name is Diane Hanson, and I was born September 20th, 1944. Well, my grandparents and Jimmy's grandparents were here first, and we've lived on the island all our life, except for going away for school for a few years. I met Jim when I went to school at Manson's Landing, and I had this mad crush on him. And we used to play a game called Prisoner's Base at recess, and I was all excited because one day I got to hold hands with Jimmy Hanson in the game of Prisoner's Base at like 10 years old. (laughs) Our childhood was um, way different than what children have now. We I didn't see a TV till I was 16 years old, and we played outside a lot and invented our own fun and games. And my older sister and I loved to draw, and we were going to be fashion designers. We drew girls with big hair and beautiful gowns. <laughs> and um, we loved music. We were Elvis Presley fans my sister and I heard Elvis Presley on our little transistor radio, I was 10 and she was 12. And we used to listen to the radio and, and listen real close and we'd say, Ah! I heard the breathing! <laughs> One time, um, there was an Elvis imitator. He was really, you know, gorgeous young guy and he looked quite a bit like Elvis and he sounded great. And at the end of the show, he had this towel around his neck, this just look like, like a white towel. And so he threw the towel and I thought, oh, it's coming straight for me. So I'll just reach up and grab it, right? And I had a really strong wrist from shocking in the shocking room all those years. And I grabbed this towel and this brunette and this redhead tried to grab it and take it from me. And and I thought, they'll never get it, because this is my shocking arm. <laughs> We had oyster leases all around Marina and Cortez Island, and we used to um, pick oysters and send them down to soup. And my husband decided after a few years, instead of sending the oysters all the way, why don't we provide uh, employment on the island here? So we had a shucking shed. We had people managing our leases, growing oysters, picking oysters, digging clams. So it was quite an operation, and the whole family worked in there. We had it for nine years, and at one point, 1984, we had a beautiful seafood restaurant in our plant. It was called the Happy Snapper Restaurant. <laughs> then we renamed it the Shell and Finn. My friend and I were shucking oysters, and one of our friends came along, um, and he said next day he was going to bring his camera and get a picture of us shucking. So because it was called Hans and Brothers Fresh Seafoods, we decided to wear bikinis. And we had a strip of tape on it behind that said, "Hansen and Brothers Fresh Seafood. So that's the story behind shucking oysters in bikinis. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna get out and collect a few oysters. And um, hopefully there's some single ones, not just clusters. Cause it's easier to hold the single ones and do them than the clusters. and I hope I don't get caught in the quicksand. Well, I was born a clam digger's daughter In a cabin, Uncle Ted, surrounded by water We were poor, but we had love That's the one thing that Daddy made sure of We dug
5: clams just to make a poor man's dollar I have not facilitated the youth and seniors programs on the island. I have edited a whole bunch of them, but the programming is similar to ones that I've done. We also work with residents from retirement homes. So it's really older adults that we're working with. The big distinction is just that there is at least a generation between them and the young people who are doing the filmmaking. So they wouldn't be their parents' age, they would be their parents' parents' age often.
1: In mainstream society, people are generally kind of boxed away according to age. And I think it's really important to like bring people who are different from each other together so they can learn from each other, realize they have a lot more in common than they thought, and build those social connections that, that make communities strong.
5: We're lucky being on Cortez that we probably mix a lot more than in much of outside of here. But we love to bring together these two demographics who often come into the program with a lot of preconceived notions about each other, ageist stereotypes. Are super unhelpful, but they're some of the most tolerated forms of discrimination in Canada. So we really feel it's important to have programming that challenges that. So we pair up one or two young filmmakers with an older adult, and they uh, work together to make a biographical film about the older adult in order to make a documentary, the young people have to listen deeply to what the older adult is saying. They have to empathize with them. They have to ask deepening questions and they have to deeply connect. That's the only way for them to actually effectively do what they're trying to accomplish. But it also happens to be that it is the uh, similar process to developing a deep friendship what is so beautiful about it is the mutuality that arises in these two groups coming together often they'll come back to the group just so surprised and delighted by each other whether the older adult liked jazz and actually saw in person some of these great people that so many of the young people have only heard of or they used to go to these regular dances every friday and saturday night they lived this lifestyle that is only dreamt about these days it's so exciting to see what they come back with and then see the film that they co-create, which ends up being almost a gift to the older adult of reflecting themselves back to them through the young people's eyes.
2: I start my day with a cup of cocoa, and then I go out and start doing stuff outside to feed the animals and things like that. What kind of animals I have here varies with the season, basically. Like, very soon I'm gonna have loads of little ducklings and loads of little chicks. How
5: old
2: is it? It's, at the most, two days hatched. I think being self-sufficient is very useful. It, it's, it's invaluable. I've had cattle here for years and it's just at this point in time right now and I haven't got any. They were getting out too too often so I had to uh, put them in the freezer. The hens like to come out and they like to wander as far as they can. It's not all that safe because some of them get knocked off by eagles, which this is a perfect spot for eagles because it's wide open and they can get a good speed up and they come zooming down, and they hardly stop, and they can pick up a chicken and gone. I like selling eggs because I know how to grow good eggs, which are very rich, nice yolks, and people like to buy them, so it gives me pleasure to give them or sell them something, which they can't really get very easily elsewhere. Down, this is where all the outside cats are. There may be as many as 15 cats here. And it might seem like a lot of cats, but we have no rats here at all. I've always been interested in animals. I haven't changed from that. When I first came to Cortez Island to teach, this school didn't exist. They built us a new school and all the kids had to move up here. I thought it would be a good idea if they got all their possessions together in the old school, their desks, everything, and they had to carry them all the way up the hill and bring them into the new school. I had a really good time in these schools. It was mum's it was absolutely best teaching place you could be. Not many schools would you see a grade 10 boy walking along down the hallway here, Holding the hand of a kindergarten girl, you know, you wouldn't see that in, and that what is what the school was like. Once I was, I was teaching science in the science room at school, and the secretary came to the door and said, "Ed, your pigs are out." All the boys in the class put their hands up. What do you think that meant? Well, what it meant was that. I want to come and help put them in. So within minutes the back of my truck was full of grade 9 10 boys all down here and we chased the pigs back in easily. That was the kind of school Cortez school was. That's why I liked it so much. This plaque has been around in my life ever since I can remember. My mother used to have it in in her garden. The kiss of the sun for the pardon. The song of the birds for mirth. One is nearer God's heart in a garden than anywhere else on earth. This is my garden. <laughs> I grow potatoes in here. June grows all kinds of things in those two gardens. I only look after potatoes because I like chips, you see. Sometimes through necessity, I've I've got to have a hobby as a car repairman too, as most people have to own Cortes. Mostly here what you see are ideas that I've had in the past where I think, okay, when I retire from teaching, I will rebuild some of these vehicles. This one is a project which if I live to be about 200 may get done. There's mission complete.
1: The beauty of of youth and and senior film programs on Cortez Island is that the the older folks, the film stars in the program, are often still chopping their own wood, living by themselves, very independent, and sort of carry that Cortez spirit that I think we all really love. So having youth sort of see that resiliency in old people and to sort of break some of the stereotypes that they might have of what an 80-year-old is... um, is a beautiful thing. And then when, when you have these films, we started these programs 16 years ago and the the, the, the the films that we've made on Cortez, they're just beautiful gems for the community that celebrate the people that, that helped make Cortez what it is. When we're signing up older people to be in these programs, often they'll be like, oh, well, I haven't really done anything that special. And I tell them, well, you've lived for 80 years. You've seen all of this history. You've actually done a lot that you, you may think is normal, but for most people to hear these stories, it is really special.
0: You've been listening to interviews with Mark Vonish and Erica Korn, as well as the audio from films about Truda Albert Sweeney, Diane Hanson, and Ed Pigot from one of Real Youth's Youth and Seniors programs. The videos are embedded on CortiasCurrents.ca. This is Roy Hales, goodbye.